the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab. Aminadab became the father of Nation, Nation the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed became the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of David, the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asaph. Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat became the father of Joram, Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amos, Amos the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, Abiud became the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok the became the father of Achim, Achim the father of Eliud, Eliud the father of Eleazar, Eleazar became the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Thus, the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations. From David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to the Christ, 14 generations. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother, Mary, was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord.
The moments in our life that are often the most memorable, often the ones that cause the greatest pause, are those things that happen in silence. Now we have all of the children here at this Mass tonight, and for all the parents, I'm sure that when you hear the children playing or laughing or crying, that it almost drones out in the background. But it's when you don't hear anything that you're afraid that something is wrong or that they're up to no good. Having been a troublemaking child for my entire youth, I can also say that when my mom or dad was yelling at me, I knew I was going to be okay. But when they were quiet and didn't say anything, I knew I was in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and we also know this from personal experience. Oftentimes when we've had a heartache or a struggle or a difficulty, it's the hand on the shoulder or just the presence of another person without any words that are most meaningful that carry the most weight, that in fact are the loudest and most poignant and pointed thing. And this is exactly how Jesus Christ, the Son of God, comes into this world. In fact, the two most important moments of human history, the nativity of our Lord, when Jesus Christ is born, when God becomes man, and the resurrection happen in obscurity and in silence. Jesus comes into this world in a podunk town. He comes into this world in a stable, in a manger, with just his mother and father. He is the world. He is God. He holds the world in being, and yet he comes in subtlety, in quiet, and in simplicity. And he desires to do the same thing in our lives. Jesus desires for our life to be one of constantly bearing Him, constantly giving birth to Him, constantly living with Him. When Jesus Christ is born into our life in simple and subtle ways every day, our life gets more meaning. Sunday is a lot easier to get up and go to Mass. In fact, the Mass takes on greater meaning when Christ is born in the small moments of my life, Monday through Saturday. Because we see in those simple and subtle ways in which God is walking in our lives, in which God is blessing us and touching us and helping us, the need that we have for communion, not only with Him in the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Eucharist, but also in our brothers and sisters. That we might not ever say anything to the person standing next to us at Mass, but we share a deep communion a communion that from our baptism sets us apart. That the most important of our moment of our life, the greatest gift that we are ever given is in baptism. And for most of us that happened when we were infants and we don't even remember it. And yet we share a connection. We are the beloved sons and daughters of God. And because of that, we can birth Christ into the world. We are temples of the Holy Spirit, and Jesus is desiring to walk with us in simple and subtle ways. And sometimes in ways that we can't even give word to. Last year, in late October, I was sitting in the chapel here with the brothers waiting for evening prayer to begin, and a student walked in. And he said, Father, can I talk with you for a few minutes? I'd never seen this kid before. We went to my office. We talked for an hour and a half. He hadn't been to church since he came to IU. And for whatever reason, 
He just knew he needed to come to Mass that Sunday. And he couldn't explain it. And then he came to Mass. And he couldn't explain it, but the Lord touched his heart. The Lord was, in a sense, born anew in his heart. And he knew that he needed to change his life. He knew that he needed something more. That God was calling him to something great. And here's the beauty of the witness of Joseph. Is that Joseph in the scriptures is silent. Doesn't say a word. And yet we know that he is, with Mary, one of the great saints. One of the perfect servants of our Lord. Whose entire life was a willful choice to love and to serve Jesus. And this example is great for all of us because it shows us that we don't need to do great, huge, humongous, humongous things that everyone notices. Some, perhaps, are called to be like the St. Paul's, like the St. Peter's, out preaching, bringing the good news to strangers. But most of us are called to bear Christ in this world like St. Joseph. We are called to choose each and every moment to love, to put the sacrifice, the goodness, the beauty, and the truth of love over our own self, over our own ease, over everything else. That when we choose, like Joseph, to give Christ life, to watch with him, to walk with him, to learn from him, our life is changed. The birth of Jesus Christ is in vain if he is not born again and again and again in my life and in my heart. This is why prayer is so important. To listen, to sit with God in silence. This is why works of justice and mercy are so important. To serve not because of what I get out of it, but because of the need, because I love, because I sacrifice, because there's something greater in this world than me. Jesus Christ is born in some small way each day in our hearts. Listen for him in silence. Serve him in simple, tangible, quantifiable acts of love. And he will be born all the more greatly all the more powerfully. And you, like St. Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary, will walk forever with Jesus in heaven because you said yes, because you chose to take him into your house, because you chose to let Jesus be born in your hearts, in your families, and in your lives.